0: Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Nick Jervis. How are you doing, Nick, and where are you hanging out right now?
1: Hi and welcome. Thank you for having me. And um, uh, yeah, apologies for my bland background. As I explained, I'm not in my normal office, um, so I'm I'm elsewhere, and that's where I am. I'm based in Bristol in the UK,
0: a place where we cannot disclose
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, anonymous, anonymous. somewhere. <laughs> in a basement.
0: Just kidding. Oh, good. Nick Jerris is a former lawyer who is now a business growth consultant to service business owners, teaching them how to use easy life marketing to grow quickly. And I think your mission to just grow your business is remarkable because of its simplicity. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Nick.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And I I, I, I tend to stay away from Sort of marketing as often as I can. I like easy life marketing, but uh, people get scared of the term marketing. But it's so straightforward when you when you do it properly. Um, and that's some of the stuff I want to talk about today. What is doing it properly?
0: Wonderful. So first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face?
1: So my ideal clients—they're all business owners. Um, one of the key things for me is that they are the decision maker. Um, as you said in your intro, I was a former lawyer and um, one of the things that used to drive me mad was committee meetings. Trying to do anything by a committee just doesn't work. Um, and at first when I started my business, I'd work with two, three partner firms and then two, three owners in a business. I realized nothing ever happened because they just constantly talk about stuff it wouldn't do. So it's got to be sole decision makers. Um, and they're generally turning over a few hundred thousand um, or a million. And they want to grow to two and a half million, five million, ten million, million, five million, 10 million or beyond. Um, so that's my, my happy zone. Um, the biggest challenge they face is what should we be doing? How do we do it? How do we grow? Well, fair enough.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Sweet and Um, So, but what are common mistakes they typically make when trying to solve uh, that kind of problem?
1: So there's a number and some frustrate me more than others. Um, perhaps the, the first one should be they, they take advice from the wrong people. And I'm not saying I'm the right people, but what I mean is someone that only teaches one way of doing something and says it's my way or the highway. Um, and so that person might be an expert in video marketing or Facebook marketing, or but but that's not the place to start from. it. It's working out what are the best forms of marketing, what's the easiest way to get clients coming to you at the time they're looking to buy your service and then matching those to the service provided. So the biggest one is following the wrong advice. And of course, they don't know that. Um, and it's one of the reasons I wrote my book for lawyers um, to to sort of say you can buy that you can see what the right things are and and since doing that, it's people buying many non-lawyers and they go oh well, it works for us too, um, so at some point I'll have to transfer that. So first one is is buying the wrong advice. The second thing is. Um, perhaps not even starting because they look at the thing and go, well, we're doing okay. Um, we're sort of, we're, we're, we're sort of staying where we are and we feel that's quite good. And you know, especially in a, an economy that might be a bit volatile for, as it has been, as it may be for the next year. Um, they think, well, we we'll just, just keep doing what we're doing. But, one of the things I liked about the quote in Andre Agassi's book um, was, if you're not moving forwards, you're you're moving backwards. So I think staying where you are is is potentially a dangerous thing to do. Um, so not knowing what to do, where to start, that's that's a big thing. Um, and the um, and then the the other thing is doing the wrong things. You know, perhaps picking something. So there's there's what I call two classes of of marketing DNA. There's a DNA now business and a DNA nurture business. And a nurture business is like mine, like a consultancy. Um, Sadly for me, I will work this out. Um, No one wakes up in the morning and says, do you know what, today I'm going to go and buy myself a business growth consultant. Same with you, same with any sort of coaches, consultants. What they do is they go looking for a solution around the problem they have. So my clients might go looking for, how do I get more clients? How do I get more people to buy from me? Um, So I'm a nurture business. So for me, it's all about growing my email list, which means the focus of my website must be about offering items of value in exchange for their contact details. Mm -hmm. If I do that right. I build my email list, I educate them, make sure they understand I do know what I'm talking about over a period of time. And then then when they are ready, they generally just come to me because they think he seems that like what he's talking about. Let's have a chat and see where we go from there. So that's the, the nurture business. And then the now business, much easier. So it's things like plumber, uh, a lawyer. You know, I need something now. If I'm moving house, I need a lawyer. Now I don't need it in six months' time. I don't want a guide to download. Um, and the problem is that when I talked about the guru selling one thing or the other, they don't ask you which of those business types you are. And I've had people come to me that are very clearly a nurtured business, such as a coach or consultant, and they've spent all their money on now. So it's phone me now, phone me now, book an appointment now, nothing on their website about downloading a free guide or a training series so they miss the biggest opportunities um likewise i found some now businesses that have spent thousands um making their website a lead generation website offering loads of free things in exchange for an email address but which is totally the wrong thing to do so so i say to them and how often do those Go get downloaded. Oh, maybe once or twice a month. Like, but you're offering a service where you should be helping 10, 20 people a month easily if you just told them what to do. Um, so that's, that's a real frustration of mine because often people come to me, by the time they find me and they're looking out, they're trying to work out how they get clients on their own. They spent thousands doing the wrong type of marketing, and then they think oh, marketing doesn't work. Um, so that, that's particularly frustrating. So for me... Yeah it's finding out what you need to do and then doing those right things and and i call it easy life marketing because for me and my clients i want their ideal clients finding them at the precise moment in time that they are ready to engage their services or to find out more about them and that's that's so that's things where you know you go to google you type in how do i do this you find something you download a guide go to google type in i need a lawyer for this i need an accountant for this. You phone them up, you speak to them. So getting people to come to you, easy life marketing is, is what it is all about for me. Wonderful. Sorry. So I think so so yeah, so lots of things there, but it's doing the right things and then most importantly, doing the right things consistently. And that's where so many people fail. They do it randomly, it works, and then they stop doing it. So they they ride this roller coaster where they, they do lots, they get lots of clients, then they stop, and it goes down, and then they do lots, get lots of clients. So for me, it's the consistency takes away those those roller coaster rides. Nice and nice and steady growth. Excellent.
0: So before I ask Nick, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Nick, um, you already shared a plethora of, <laughs> of uh, insights and advice. But what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement uh, that will help with that kind of issue?
1: So talking, coming back to Ease Life Marketing, it's it's about making, I've thought about this long and hard, but the one thing that always gets results when I start working with clients is probably the biggest um, asset they have that we all have is your website. Um, and so frequently, uh, there's, there's tiny things you can do that make a big difference. We've got one client to do what I'm going to share with you now. And he went from no inquiries to five inquiries a day for his services. And he was offering an hour service, but he didn't have any calls to action on his website. He didn't tell people what to do. And and often a business owner will say to me, but but Nick, I've got a contact page. They can go off and find it. And it's like, no, 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 no. That isn't how this day day and age people are too impatient. If you don't make it easy for me, back button, next person, off I go. Um, So the most simple thing to do, is to ensure that on every single page you have um, a telephone number which is hyperlinked so someone can click to call it from mobile, you have an email address you have an inquiry form and people say to me, I don't need an inquiry form, I have got an email you'd be amazed and I've tested this and spent millions testing it on my sites and client sites, if you don't have an inquiry form you are missing easy inquiries because some people want to phone if you ask my children to phone someone, no chance they'll do live chat, they'll they'll fill in a form but they, they won't phone you some people like to phone, some people like to fill in forms and then the other thing is live chat um, and finally um, obviously i said you're either a nurture business or a now business if you're a coach consultant someone that offers a service that someone researches for a long time you have to offer an item of value so you have to you know mine is a gets clients fast guide the right things to get clients coming to you um so you have to and, and i see you do that as well you offer from your website items of value and exchange contact details so people can learn more exactly the right thing to do, um, but but so many people don't. So you know, just by going across your website, looking at every single page and making sure every single page has telephone number, email, inquiry form, live chat, and offers an item of value in exchange for an email address, that can change someone's business. And often people come to me and say, Nick, I think I need to spend money on marketing. I need to do this. And I said, I look at their traffic and I see they're getting great traffic, but they're getting no inquiries because they're not telling anyone what to do. To so tell people what to do on every single page of your website. Um, and, and you can get the biggest impact if you've got a, a massive website, go to Google Search Console or Analytics, set it for the last 30 days, look at your most visited pages, and then make sure the calls to action are added to those pages. And when you get more inquiries, you make more money, get someone else to do it for the rest of your pages. <laughs> it Excellent. really can be that simple yeah. and it works a treat.
0: Wonderful. So you already mentioned, uh, you know, your uh, free resource uh, that uh, we can direct people to. So uh, you care to just uh, repeat that one more time so we can. Yeah,
1: absolutely. uh... So it's, um, it's basically there's four key things, four parts to easy life marketing. I explain them all. And and if you're a service-based business um, and you want more clients, you should be doing one, two, three of these. Um, And and you don't have to do all four. I've worked with clients that have done two or three and passed 10 million in turnover. Um, So, you know, everyone always thinks, like I said, you have to do 100 things. It's one, two, maybe three consistently is more than enough. Um, and the guide tells you what they are and how to do them and gives you more information on them. I've put that on nick com slash liftoff. So we tie it into the podcast. And so if there's anything else that we think of that your audience would like, I can tag it on there before the podcast goes live. But yeah, n-I-C-K-J-E-R-V-I-S dot com slash lift off. Either with a dash or without, I put both up to save typos.
0: Well, we're using the same word. <laughs> Lift off with energizing results is the name of this podcast.
1: <laughs> that's why I did it for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the reason why. I got you, got you. <laughs> Thank
1: you.
0: Okay, cool. Well, yeah, excellent. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience?
1: It's a good question, isn't it? Because it takes you, takes you some time to think about it. And I thought about what makes me rant the most. And the thing that makes me rant the most is when a, a business owner comes to me and says, um nick i'm really serious about growing my business i'm committed to it i want to grow from one million to two or two to five or five to ten um but I, you know i just i haven't got the time to do it and i said oh really you haven't got the time okay so i'll say so as i'm having my onboarding meeting with him by this point this time i'll say okay t- talk me through your day what was the first thing you do i get in the office said no 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 before then come back so what's the first thing you do well i reach my phone and i check my emails I said, oh, so you've got time to check everyone else's to-do list for your time, but you haven't got any time to spend on growing your business. It sends me absolutely insane. Um, So, you know, if if the first thing you're doing every day is checking everyone else's to-do list on your time, you will never grow your business. If you break that habit, which is very easy to do, and just spend 30 minutes to 90 minutes a day, Working on your business and what you want to do, on putting in place your marketing plan, and then doing a bit of it every single day, the change is phenomenal. And, and you know, I've, I've I've spoken with with CEOs, leaders of companies from small to, to huge, and nine times out of ten, they say the first thing they do is check email. And I said, you don't need to check your email at seven a.m. Nothing's going to happen. You can wait till 10. You can wait till 11. I generally wait till about one o'clock. And and most days it's fine. If there's a fire, my PA will take care of it. Um, and if she really has to, she'll call me, but, but no one else does because mm. I have – I practice what I preach. It's always been one of my things. I can't tell you what to do if I don't do it. So I've always made sure that the first thing I do every day is work on my business and making that stronger so I can serve my clients better. So, yeah, first thing every day, 30 minutes, 90 minutes, you can transform your business if you stop checking email, no social media, stop putting, filling your brain with everyone else's to-do list and just focus on what you want. That's the most important thing. That's
0: pure gold. Thank you for sharing, Nick. This is awesome. <laughs> I just, I just
1: hope, I just hope some people do it because honestly, it's yeah, transformational. It's transformational.
0: It's absolutely it's transformational. Thank you for sharing this wonderful insight. Thank you. So, um, Nick, this brings me already to my last question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family, and why?
1: Well, it, it's it's sort of sometimes you don't realize. Um, that, that what you do is normal, do you, until you speak to other people. And it's sort of, I was just relaying how, what a great time I'd had out with my family. And we were just down the local pub having a meal, chatting, laughing. And I said, you know, it's great. after Our two kids, uh, uh, Megan and Sam, they're 23 and 21 nearly. Um, and... They're just like friends, you know. It's not like we're going out to dinner with our kids. We're having friends. We're having a laugh. We we have, well, we've got a lot of call of banter. We're taking the mickey out of each other, joking at each other's expense, having a laugh. And when I share that with other people, they're like, oh, that sounds great. I wish I did that with my kids. And you think, well, I thought that's what, what everyone did and of course lots of people do but but it for me you know those those that's the simple times that we have together and the fact that you know I feel grateful that my kids are still happy to spend time with me I oh, know I'm paying for dinner so that might be a part of it but <laughs> but it's that that's it for me the fact that they want to come out with us have a giggle and have a night out and uh and that's lovely
0: Thank you for this beautiful goosebumps moment with your loved ones. Thank you, Nick, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today.
1: Thank you very much indeed for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it was my pleasure too.
0: Thank you for listening and as always energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.horn.com.